A few episodes back, episode 94 to be exact, I had my husband on the show and we talked all about marriage and entrepreneurship. That episode continues to be one of our most listened to episodes. And I heard from so many of you, our listeners, who told me that you really loved that conversation. So when I met today's guest, Jake and Ashley Olkus, I learned about their story of doing business together while also being married. And so I knew that I wanted to bring them onto the show because I knew you would love hearing their story and learning more about how they make marriage and business work together. Jake and Ashley came into their business partnership after they had both been on their own working in different fields um, in marketing and in leadership training. And now they run a business mastermind called Destined to Scale, where they help their clients engineer profitable business structures and streamline their offers so that they can scale their businesses. But behind the scenes, they are also running a household with kids, living in a quiet community that sort of reminded me of a Norman Rockwell setting when they described it to me. And of course, they are navigating the challenges of marriage while also being business partners. I enjoyed this conversation so much. It really validated a lot of my own experiences, like some of the ones that I shared with you in the episode with my husband. So here's just another look at marriage and business with my guests today, Jake and Ashley Olkus. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I'm so excited you are here. And we have another amazing episode with you for you today with a couple of people. I got two guests in the hot seat today, um, Jake and Ashley Olkus, who actually uh, are married and are business partners and run their business as entrepreneurs together. And I thought this would be really interesting to talk to them. Um, I know them, I've met them over on LinkedIn. We got connected and uh, I got to hear a little bit of their story about how they kind of the path, they each took a different path to entrepreneurship, but here they are together mm-hmm. running a business. And um, some of you may remember recently when I had my husband on the show, when we did a whole podcast episode about marriage and entrepreneurship, and that was one of our really highly rated and lots, very talked about episodes on, on social media and definitely in my private DMs and all of that. So I, I knew we had struck a nerve talking about (laughs) entrepreneurship and marriage. And I thought this will be another great time to talk about it today with the two of you. So welcome to the show, Jake and Ashley. Very, very glad y'all are here with us. And I'm excited to dig in with you today. We are too. Thanks for having us. 
And tell everybody where you are from, where y'all are located. I always like to know where people are in the world. You know, when we live in this digital space, we just hear voices yeah. and see faces, but I like to know where you live. So you guys are in Missouri, is that right? That's right. Yeah. So yeah. we're uh, we're outside of St. Louis in this little kind of Mayberry town called <laughs> called it's Webster ten, Groves. Yeah, it's 10 miles outside of the city. Right. Right. But it's okay. this really quaint, lovely, like, feels like your our kids are growing up kind of in the 80s. Like, yeah. they ride bikes and they're out running Love around the it. neighborhood. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, you kind of, you know, kind of do the text chain to try to figure out where your kids are at <laughs> night so they can come home for dinner. Oh my gosh, like that's that. yeah. the best. Or, yeah. you, or I just go out on the front porch and I yell. Just yell. like yell. <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. home. And, Ring uh, the dinner bell. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, people drive their golf courts, golf carts around. And yeah, it's, it's you know, a lot of early 1900s houses and big kind of you know everything looks different so it's not you know it's an old established neighborhood so wow. uh but yeah that's uh we've been here for in this house for almost 12 years now longest i've ever lived anywhere in yeah. my life yeah wow yeah nice i love yeah. that i love that description of like mayberry and the kids and, <laughs> and all of that raising your family that just feels you know sounds very idyllic i love it yeah um so you know, give I what I when I met you guys, one of the things that I loved so much was just this just when you all shared your story with me and we got to know each other a little bit was around your different backgrounds and you know kind of I don't know if you were really accidental entrepreneurs. I don't know if you would call it that, but you didn't start out necessarily building your own businesses. Mm -hmm. And I think you know, we talk a lot about entrepreneurship on the show. Obviously I'm an entrepreneur and a lot of my guests that I have on are entrepreneurs. And I, this podcast is listed, you know, in certain categories with Apple and things like that in the entrepreneur space. So I know we have, you know, people that understand the entrepreneur journey, but it's always fascinating to know how do people get here because, oh, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a risky, scary, crazy kind of, sometimes I wonder what in the heck, why do I do this every day? But then when I think of the alternative, then I know why I do this every day because I don't want to go back to doing what I did before. Yep. So I would love for you to share what your journey was. And I know that, you know, like Jake, yours is very different than Ashley and the experience that you bring to the table. And then we'll talk about more about your business and how you run it, you know, what it is today. But yeah. tell me about your path to entrepreneurship before we get into entrepreneurship and marriage and all those things. I will let you I'll start. go first. Yep. Okay. So um, we both spent about 16 years individually in corporate America. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I actually used the degree I got, I went to college and got a journalism advertising marketing degree. And I came out of the gate, lived in Chicago and did nonprofit realized very quickly, as much as I love the work, I was going to go broke really fast. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Um, and it, you work tons of hours and it's a great cause, but it wasn't where I saw myself going. And I had this incredible opportunity to become one of the founding members of the Luna brand marketing team working for Cliff Barn Company. Wow. So they were based out of Berkeley, California at the time. Now they're in Emeryville. And there's been so much news about them recently because they were just bought out by Mondelez International. And, um, but I was there when there were less than hundred employees and it was mm. this incredible, and I was like 24 and it was just this incredible moment where I really learned about the power that brands can have, but also the responsibility that brands have in mm -hmm. terms of how the products, the quality of products they put on in the market, the message that they, you know, kind of have with their consumers and that relationship that brands have with their mm -hmm. consumers and how powerful that really is. 
And as one of like the founding members of the Luna marketing team, I managed 14 states in the middle of the United States. And my whole goal was to like drive trial awareness and build loyalty for Luna because it was before Luna was like ever really known. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like power bar was there. Cliff was there. Luna was there and others came into the, now the market for mm-hmm. energy nutrition bars is huge. Yeah. yeah. So we were really teaching women about whole nutrition and what that means. Cause that was during like the whole Atkins phase and yeah. sugar alcohols and all this stuff. And, um, it was incredible. And so, but in the eight years I was there, I created this program called the Luna leaders on campus where I, I, I created this entire program. My goal was to drive trial and awareness amongst college women. And I was the youngest on the team at the time. And so I hired and trained over the course of a few years, 150 college women that were all marketing business focused. And I went to the individual campuses and helped them really understand how marketing works and they built their own little marketing machines on their businesses and on their campuses. And I fell in love with mentoring at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know it at the time, yeah. but I really did. Um, I just thrived in that moment where I could help other people, where I could share my skill set with them. And some of them have gone on to do just incredible things in life, which is so cool to see. Um, and then from there, you know, I did like went to a more corporate space after a while and learned more of the business side of things, which was great rounding out for me. Found myself, I was 16 years in corporate. And I think I always knew that I loved marketing and brands and I loved the consumer side of things. And I loved figuring, finding solutions to problems and stuff. But I always knew that corporate wasn't necessarily going to be like the end game for me because I remember like looking up the ladder in my last corporate role and thinking, I don't want that. Like, Uh that's not where I see myself going. Cause at the time we had had two kids, we have three girls. And at that time we had had two, two girls and I was diagnosed with cancer. And I also lost my mom when I was 17 to cancer. So when my diagnosis for breast cancer came into effect at 35 years old, And we had wanted to have another baby, but we didn't know if that was going to be possible because of the outcome of everything. Luckily, I'm totally healthy today and and fortunate for that. Um, But I remember thinking like, this isn't how I want to spend my time. Like there Mm -hmm. has to be another way to do this. And I, there was a moment when I was on a flight from Denver, because I was required to go to this business meeting and I almost missed my daughter's first day of kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And it was just this moment where I was like, no, like these people as a, as a, as someone who lost their mom at a young age, like time and my perspective on everything just shifted, especially when I was diagnosed with cancer. And I thought nothing's guaranteed. Like I have to create something out of, out of what I have already built up, right. My knowledge and my expertise, like, I don't know what it was at the time. I didn't know what this would look like for myself, but I just knew there had to be a different route for me. And I had built up such a, a level of experience and knowledge in marketing and business building. And that, you know, what's so funny though. And so he jumped out first, right? Like he came out into the consulting space before me. Uh, I kind of like hunkered down and like did the secure corporate thing until he got off the ground and going, but I remember watching him and I was like, huh. I'm like, if he can do it, I can do it. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. But yeah, I mean, it was like a heavy background in corporate marketing, brand building, consumer, And then just this real life-changing moment 
for both of us when I was diagnosed with cancer, yeah. um, we were go- able to go off and have our third daughter. We have three girls. And, um, and it was just this moment where perspective shifted. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, yeah. I don't want to be working in, you know, sacrificing time with my family while I'm building someone else's dream. Like, yep. I want to do that building our own dream and creating a lifestyle that we want. And so oh. it just, it kind of, the, the spark ignited at that moment. Sure. I love that. And so you were watching Jake. And so Jake, by that point, tell us a little bit about the journey that brought you to where you were then inspiring her by having already jumped off as an entrepreneur. What was your background? So, um, so out of school, um, I went and got a, um, a design degree, um, and then illustration degree. So actually I was more (laughs) in the, I was more in the fine arts, but I always had a very analytical mind. I was always good at math. I was just kind of more stats driven stuff like that. Uh I just loved um, I love business. I loved finance stuff, um, economics, but I was also an artist. It was kind of this weird mixture. <laughs> yeah, um, using those signs of your brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really it kind of me turned into me being kind of like a footwear engineer. If you think about it, I was, so I initially started off designing shoes and I designed uh, performance footwear. So think of like athletic cleats, mm-hmm. um, baseball shoes, soccer shoes, rugby shoes, stuff like that. Um, I had a couple, I still have a couple of patents on stuff like that. So I was, I was good at it. I saw success. Um, but then I quickly kind of decided that I need to get into the business side of it. And I became um, kind of a global brand manager for a couple of mm-hmm. different brands. Um, and so running kind of, you know, global brand management and product management for that spent, I spent a lot of time traveling um, and a lot of time in Asia. I was probably living probably, you know, total of about six months out of the year, mm. close to six months out of the year in China. Um, mm-hmm. And helping set up joint venture factories between the Taiwanese and the Chinese governments. Well, and, and he, he would go for like two weeks and then he'd call me and he'd go, they want me to stay longer. And it was like this never, you would never know. Never ending, like, never return yeah. trip. Well, I would just yeah, have to. Like, so so oh. I, mean, I could be over there, you know, I'd be over there six weeks at a time. I think that was your longest stint. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, so I just traveled a lot and then I'd be in Europe, you know, and, and had office in London and we'd be in, you know, wherever. And yes, I mean, great. Before I was married, it, that experience sure. was fantastic, you know? Um, <laughs> but when I got married, I was like, well, I can't keep this up. This is just not going to work, you know? So, uh, but the cool thing is, is I got a lot of experience from a global standpoint about how to actually um, not only, you know, understand exactly where the gaps are in the market, how to go mm-hmm. off and um, envision a product, build it, create it buy you know source of materials create it bring it back and put it into a sales channel and then i mean everything a to z i mean so it was really really interesting to see it on the global market and the global sense it was very big uh but then once we decided that we're going to move to chicago and i wanted to quit because but that was during the big recession of was, like was, 2009 yeah so okay yeah <clears throat> and i kind of dabbled in some real estate and stuff in chicago but when we moved back i got um into another big corporate uh, multi-billion dollar company where I was head of uh, Western Hemisphere uh, channel marketing. So again, very big territory, very, very big role, but it was really about um, taking these products and working with uh, small businesses within their local markets. So I went from global markets down to these very small kind of local market, kind of working with entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. I was working with entrepreneurs. businesses. Yeah. So over a course of a year, I've worked with like 3,500 you know, on a yearly basis, 3,500 small entrepreneurs, helping them um, design custom kind of strategies to grow their market base. And I was like, oh my God, this is exciting. Everything's different. We're using fundamental like strategies, but how do we actually adapt them to different markets, different Mm -hmm. clientele, stuff like that? So I started kind of 
and I didn't realize it at the time, but I kind of developed what I always end up calling, you know, hidden equity approach is really understanding what you have because they didn't have massive budgets. So uh-huh. we had to understand like, what was their golden, what, where was the gold hidden inside their business? What were they sitting on? They haven't yet realized. Mm-hmm. And then figuring out a way to extract that and then cash it in uh, without needing them to do more, spend more, be more than really what they are. Um, Cause that's what got them so far anyway. So it, it was really exciting, really fun. Um, during that time too, I went back to schools, got my MBA, started with um, ec- you know economics, international business, kind of general stuff. But during that time, it really kind of stretched my idea of building small businesses, and that's where I kind of launched my first business, which mm-hmm. was in medical device uh, design sales company. Uh, we were designing medical devices, and that was fun. Um, didn't last very long, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, but that was like my first thing. I was like, okay, this is it. Like I have to be in control of my financial destiny. I am an entrepreneur. That's what I'm going to do. So mm-hmm. I quickly kind of just mentally backed out of my corporate gig. And I was just like, I'm not long here. This is it. So um, ended up uh, leaving corporate, which everyone agreed was probably a good idea. Um, <laughs> just because I no longer was really kind of doing what you I was weren't committed any longer. No, 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 yeah, so. we already had one one foot out the door. Your your <laughs> right. mind is elsewhere. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, so then I went. I started a marketing agency, and it was kind of a growth and, and product launch market agency within markets. We take uh, large national brand um, launches, and we do it in small. I hired stores. his agency to help me work yes. one of the brands I was managing. Yeah, gotcha. and then, yeah. And then I quickly realized that hey, listen, I I just. I'm working for all the same corporate places mm-hmm. I hated, you know? So anyway, that's when I sold out of that, um, sold that uh, to my partner. And then, um, and then I started consulting and that was my first gig is, is basically helping uh, smaller businesses do what I did before, which is how do we actually locate and find a hidden equity quickly cash it in and then figure out how to focus on um, you know, what I love is expansion growth versus net new. Everyone's always chasing how to get more sales. It's like, how do we actually make, your dollar go further within your business and create more profitability versus just more sales. Right. Right. Yeah. So how do we make, you know, how do mm-hmm. we make your business more effective, more efficient, more profitable um, again with what you have, yeah. which for businesses in certain phases is golden. I mean, oh my gosh, yes, they absolutely need it. Um, but that's what brought me, you know, to what we've kind of been doing for you know, it's evolved now, though yeah. quite a bit. So then, um, yeah, then we, we started working together and accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to know about. So like, as you guys were, you know, journey, journeying closer and closer and closer to being able to do this on, you know, on your own and then eventually together, uh-huh. what was that conversation about or like when you finally looked at each other and said, what, like, because I just know, like when married couples come together and start a business together or, you know, if, if you had already started your consulting business and then it was more about bringing Ashley on and into the game and then shifting and molding that, mm-hmm. what was that like? Well, it actually happened because of a client that I had. Yeah. So I had my own individual clients when I first jumped out and I was helping um, this woman really develop a personal brand mm-hmm. based on her years of experience and her and her knowledge. And it was about creating offers and products and kind of encapsulating it into a brand that was really unique to who she was. And we were in this process and I was like, you know, what could be interesting. So my husband, he does this. I would love to have him join us for a call. 
I mean, literally that's how it happened. And Jake and I sat next to each other, just like this (laughs) (laughs) shoulder to shoulder. And we were talking to Stephanie and it just, it just, it just worked. Like it just worked. There was no planning for it. It was more of like, I knew what he could offer would really bring value to her Mm -hmm. and it would complement the work we're already doing. Mm -hmm. And what she found so valuable was this female male perspective yeah she was doing yes yes and we work and think differently but we really complement each other and it comes out when we are with our clients on zoom and stuff and so it was really actually by accident it was kind of a natural progression yes because you know our our discussions we talked about it all our discussions sitting around the house were about like our clients and how we do this we give each other advice and this and that so it was it was a it was a conversation we've had a billion times before. It's just as now we were doing it together for a client. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was, uh, it was kind of a natural. And it's, I mean, we have fun. I mean, we have fun with it in yeah. our, in our, in our clients. They love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. so what is it? What is it today? Like really, what do the two of you do? I know you have this program destined to scale, but how do you describe what the business has evolved into today now that you are partners? Yeah. So, and you know, it's been an evolution for sure, because yeah. it takes a while, you know, oh, first yeah. of all, when you're individual, it takes a while to figure out how it all is going to work, how it will look sure. for you. So we had kind of figured that out individually. And then when we came together, we were like, what does this look like? Yeah. Um, so the business is destined to scale. And within it, we have a number of ways that we work with, and we work with established online entrepreneurs. Okay. So we are business coaches for coaches, essentially. And our whole, like, in, you know, if I say anything, you know, jump in, like we're all about taking the business that they've already built and optimizing it and helping them engineer their offers to really, um, help in terms of building the foundation of their business, right? Like engineering the right offers, making sure that, you know, they are talking to the right people and that they are able to express the value that they bring to the market. It's all about the foundation and for them and really setting that foundation. And it's really fun because we just give them, we give them the tools and the strategies and everything else they need to craft, develop, and hone their business structure and their offers that are within it. Yeah. And really what we, we find and why we, we say established um, coaches, because, you know, they're trying to get to the next phase, yeah. um, but they're trying to do it with the business that, that they launched with. Yeah. And so that, and that's the problem. And that's, that's the, that's the pain points that they're feeling is saying like, gosh, you know, I just, I'm, I'm trying to move forward. I'm trying to move beyond, but I feel like it's slow going. It's not hitting right. It's not yeah. doing this. I'm still having fulfillment issues. I'm not really liking, you know, all of the clients I'm working with, there's yeah. problems, whether or not they can articulate them, they feel them. And so what, mm-hmm. so that's when, that's really kind of our expertise is really kind of, you know, developing that full offer ecosystem to match where they, where they should be now. Yeah. Right. Redeveloping that, um, working through all the pricing structures, because typically, you know, their pricing came from mirroring um, other people in the market and just, you know, back in a napkin or, Hey, you know, I'm supposed to be a seven figure entrepreneur. So I'm doing millionaire math, you know, quote, yeah. unquote. Um, <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, and it's like, it's not, it's not strategic and there's, there's very little planning and logic to it. So we break it all down and basically mm-hmm. really give them um, exactly what they should be doing based on exactly where they want to go. Yes. And so, 
And most of the time- Building a roadmap, really just building a roadmap for how to get to that next level. Individual roadmaps. Yeah. yeah. And it's on our strategy. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's like, you know, I mean, again, I mean, you've probably been around, but it's like, well, you know, how much, you know, how much money do you want to, do you want to make? And that, you know, I want to make a million dollars. Like, dollars. Really, do you really want to make a million dollars? Do you uh -huh. know what it goes into making a million, not running a business that makes a million dollars? It sounds fantastic, but also do you need a million dollars? And I would say that, you know, mm -hmm. tongue in cheek, because, you know, let's figure out exactly what it would cost your business to provide you after a million dollars, net, 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 you know, like, what does that really look like? Does that sound like something you want to do? And, and a lot of people, like I said, when they build their businesses, they drag their lives behind them. And there's one thing we've been very deliberate about, like yep. Ashley said, is saying like, that's not the life she wanted to have. We've right. been very deliberate with looking at the, the, the family and the lifestyle that we want, and then building the business in order to allow us to have it. So starting with family and life, right. looking at the gaps and fitting our business into the gaps, you know, instead of the other way around. So it's, it's which is so important. And yeah. especially right. I, I, I don't, my husband and I, you know, we're also yeah. always talking about business. And <laughs> just this morning we were in the car coming back from, um, we had to go to a meeting this morning. So in the car, we were talking about this very thing about just, um, you know, creating, like you said, creating the space, creating what we want first, and then fitting the business into it. And, yep. you know, like people don't, we get into it and we don't realize it, but like what's so prevalent right now is this burnout and exhaustion yes. and hustle. I mean, he's built an entire program on burnout that he's taking into organizations left and right right now, because it's such a big deal. And, you know, even for us, like, you know, we'll have to like, you know, kind of monitor ourselves and make sure like we're not falling into those traps. And yes. I think that, you know, the fact that we're both entrepreneurs and like you guys, you know, family is, is one of our top core values. And um, so is freedom. And, mm -hmm. you know, freedom doesn't mean working 24 hours a day, you know, that's right. not freedom to us. And, right. you know, yeah. Ashley, with your background of having been through a major significant health scare and also coming from a experience of losing your mom at a very early age. I mean, you know, time is precious. And, mm -hmm. and I think that, like you said, we all want that, but we don't, we end up creating these monsters in our businesses. Yes. Yeah. And I've created some monsters in my business for sure. And I've had to look at those and I'm actually, I was just sharing with a girlfriend um, a couple of days ago, you know, kind of a, someone who's also an entrepreneur so we can like talk shop with each other. Yep. And I told her I was in the business of slaying my monsters, you know, because I think I'm a highly creative person. You know, my brain is very right brained and I'm always got an idea of something that I want to go create. And it's really about making sure I don't go create more monsters because yeah. I can, I could use, yes. I could go create 10 things right now because I've got so many ideas, yep. but it's really about slaying those monsters and keeping the business really in that profit lane, you know, doing yes. the things that are actually moving the needle that are providing the income that I desire and also allowing me to have the impact that I, tr that's really what I want to do is have the impact. 100%. And I can do that by staying in this lane instead of just going and creating so many things. But when we get in that space, it's just so easy to fall into that trap of building this business that ends up controlling us instead of yeah. giving us the life that we want. I think it comes to what I, what we see is that there is like a lack of clarity in yeah. terms of like purpose and vision. And so when we don't have intentional, like when, when we don't have a very clear vision of where we want to go, 
and we have a roadmap, right? And a strategic process to get there. We kind of do everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're in this space, like you're inundated with stuff you should be doing. You need to do this and you need to do this and lead magnets. You're trying to do it all. Funnels and this, and you're trying to do everything and you're not doing anything well. We've all heard that before, but it's so true. And it's like, you really have to understand where do you want to go and what are, what are, what is it really going to take to get you there? And you eliminate all of the rest. Yeah. And so you're actually doing less and making more out of it and doing way more. Yeah, absolutely. Less really is more. It is. Yeah. And and really, honestly, we spent a lot of time removing Mm -hmm. items, Mm -hmm. strategies, bad habits, unlearning, unlearning stuff from our clients. Um, that, that have really been keeping them from moving forward. Yep. I mean, really it's, 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 it's how much can we, we remove to make you better. And, uh, and really kind of, it gets down to the point of saying like, let's just look at what, you know, what's your solvable problem. And, and like, I'm a very first principle kind of thinker. So it's like, you know, we have this, we're trying to get to, we're trying to solve this one issue. Let's break down the exact components. The only components that really, really will get mm-hmm. us there. Uh-huh. Everything else is fluff and crap and let's yeah. not do it. It's, it's just going to cloud you up and really trying to dial in on it. And, and really what we find is that there's not a whole lot of steps to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot of time required to do it. Don't give yourself 10 hours to complete something that should only take you 30 minutes right? Because yeah. it'll take you 10 hours if yeah. you give yourself. Oh, absolutely. Hours. You'll feel that space. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, absolutely feel that yeah, space. So, so we're very, very deliberate um, in setting up exactly what that process is of yeah. the small steps, you know, one inch up, one inch over, just keep doing that little thing. And, yeah. and when you look up, you're like, whoa, I, I'm, I'm here, you and know? And I it's think a lot amazing. of entrepreneurs, they're trying to work in different phases than they're really in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So certain strategies aren't applicable to certain phases of business growth. True. Very and true. so you're going to spin your wheels on something that might be two steps ahead of where you are, but you can't yeah. see it when you're in it because I mean, we have a business coach, like yeah. when you're so sure. like intimately connected to your business, you're too close to see what's right in front of your face. Right. Absolutely. It's we just, all need someone helping us yes. to see the stuff that we, even if we can, I mean, I know right now, like, you know, you said you have a business coach. I'm thinking the, the business coach that I'm working with right now, it's like everything he's saying to me, I already know. Like I, yes. I'm like, yeah, I know, yes. but I still <laughs> am clouding the waters or I can't navigate the forest because of all these darn trees that are in my way, yes. you know, even yeah. though I definitely can see it and what, but I think just, again, having someone that holds up the obvious mirror in front of you, you yep. know, it's like, hello, Captain Obvious, let's yep. look in here. We deep down, we know it, but a lot of times, like you say, we're just so in the thick of it that it is yes. very, very hard to navigate out of it, even though the intellectual side of us knows better because yep. we're, I mean, we're smart people. Come on, we're running businesses, you know, yep. but it's, um, it's just sometimes, you know, like just the desire and the purpose and the intention and the, the shiny objects and all the things that we get, we get bombarded with. Um, I, I want to know for you guys, because again, this is something that I know was just so, you know, our audience was so curious about <laughs> is, and we kind of, you kind of alluded to it earlier too, like, you know, oh, you're always talking business, you know, you know, in the house, <laughs> right? Yes. Is this idea of, of being married to the business and being married to each other? And how do y'all navigate that? I want to know how, you've got three kids, you know, your whole focus was to be intentional with the family first, then build the business, have the business support the lifestyle. 
live your Mayberry life over there in your little (laughs) point subdivision from the 1900s, right? How do you, or do you have boundaries? Like how do you have boundaries inside the home life that around the dinner table, do you have like, you know, a timeout on, we can't have a discussion right now about business or, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, I know my husband and I struggle with this. Like we're we, always, we're still learning. We, <laughs> we just want to talk about it all the time because I know. it's exciting. You know, like we love what we do so much yeah. that we really have to really practice talking to each other about other things besides business. I mean, he even said to me in the car today, he's like, when's the last time we went on a date? And I was like, um, tomorrow we'll go tomorrow. And he's like, <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to be busy. And I'm like, cause it's like, so last minute we're not we're not putting that at the forefront. It's really challenging. You know, it it's, hard. it's very hard. We have gotten better about it. I, I, I feel well, like our kids were like a little mirror for us. Yeah. Right? And they literally were like, mom, dad, can you not talk about your business, business. right now? Yeah. And, and it was almost this moment where we were like, Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> no, we're going to, we'll put that we're going to put that aside for this moment and we're going to take we're just going to be present with you guys but it's a daily i mean it's a daily challenge like during go time during the day we talk about it you know oh sure but so last night we went and had last night was the day well yesterday we went and had glass wine happy hour kind of stuff like that we did and we didn't talk about business at all which was pretty amazing we talked about puppies and dogs. Like, I'm like, and, I don't even remember right. what we talked about. Are you about. getting we're, a new puppy? No, well, yeah, because well, we're 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 setting up a new puppy adoption from our breeder to one of our friends. So we just yeah. talked, we didn't talk about business at all. And I noticed that and I was like, we didn't even bring that up once. Good job. Oh, I totally but, uh, and I don't even remember that we talked about yeah, puppies. But, so but like... uh no, but it, it so I feel like we've gotten better. We I have gotten better. I, I feel like at one point it was it was pretty hardcore and, and it also just matters on the face. You know, I feel yeah. like once we, when we gained more and more clarity, yep. like you said, when we gained more and more clarity and said, this is what we're supposed to do. This feels good. As we moved into the new version, you know, 3.0 of mm-hmm. our business and our offering. And we, we started identifying, okay, these are the exact people that are right for us. Once we gained more clarity, I feel like we didn't need to talk about it yeah. so much on off hours yeah. because we felt good about where we were and we, we were, were working through things without realizing we were working through right, things, right. you know, like trying to navigate it all. And right. it was a little cloudy for a while. And that's when the conversations were really heavy. And the kind of, yeah. And that heavy conversations weren't about like, Oh, what's going on. And we have this going on. It was kind of, I, I think it was out of a place of us still trying to figure out exactly where we're supposed to land. And this is after years of being in, you know, business separately business together. And then, yeah. and then at least, you know, at least a year and a half, two years of being in business together. So it it took a while, but I feel like we've gotten much much better. I think about we have it. too. Yeah. I'm not thought about like in a, like I'm not thought about this, but I think you're right. I think we have gotten better. I haven't heard the kids tell us to they stop have, talking about no. this. That's a good sign. That is that a good, good sign. They're not yeah, scared that to really tell is. us things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I can relate to that quite Plus a bit. They keep us really busy. They keep <laughs> yeah, us really busy, so. that's for sure. You know, I know for for me, and I don't. I I I think I I try very hard not to just you know, stereotypical things about men are good at this and women are good at this. But I mean, kind of, we do are kind of creatures that fall into certain categories. And I know for me, um, my approach to business is very different than my uh, husband's approach to business. And um, I learned so much from him. You know, I I really glean such great wisdom. And I, I think I offer great value to him as well in terms of like ideas that get him thinking outside the box and I'm much more of an emotional 
you know, creature and he can be very strategic and level-headed, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, I sense there just in some things that you said earlier, um, that you, you know, you were very data-driven and things like that. And so mm-hmm. those were things that even though you had this creative side to you, like those were, you were very into numbers and you could see the story and the data and all that make yeah. decisions that way. Do you guys have that same thing where you find that one of you is better at one thing and the other, you balance each other out. And then how do you help each other? Like when one of you is having an off day or a bad day, cause I mean, we wake up and, we, you know, some days our mindset is in the tank and mm-hmm. our, we haven't eaten well the day before. And so we don't feel well and our energy's low. What happens on those days and how do y'all balance? Do you, do you notice the same kind of differences like that I'm sharing with me and my husband or? Absolutely. We, I, we approach things similarly, but very different. Yeah. So I'm more emotional. I will say mm-hmm. I'm more like operationally driven too. So mm-hmm. I handle some of the operational sides of our business, finance side of our business. Okay. Um, and, but I also, when we're in front of clients, I will say we build on each other a lot. Yeah. So one of us will have an idea and then we build on it. Mm-hmm. And we're both coming to the table with fairly creative ideas, right? Or solutions to, to challenges our clients mm-hmm. are experiencing, but we're able to like add on to it to make it even better. Mm-hmm. And we're open to that feedback. Like we're never, uh, we've gotten better with this too. Like when we have an idea, right? We don't hold on to that idea so firmly yeah. that it causes a break in between us. Because I, I, you know, when we, when we make business decisions, to me, it's like, okay, what's the best decision for the business? Because the business is built on a goal we're going, we're shooting for. Right. So like try to strip the personal out of what, how do we feel about certain situations and like, is it driving to the end goal? And that will be the decision that we make, but we really, we complement each other really well. He's far more technical Mm -hmm. and he sees things very differently that our clients absolutely gain so much value from. I think they do. Well, I'd like to think they do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for telling me I bring value to this relationship. (laughs) No, uh, no, but I, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But at the same time, you know, like there'll be times on coaching calls where I won't speak for an hour and then there'll be times where I speak a lot and that's totally fine with me. And actually there's been, you know, that we've gone mm-hmm. through coaching calls where I literally have not said anything for like an hour and Ashley's just knocked it out of the park. And I'm like, it's kind of a welcome thing because I, maybe I wasn't, you know, I kind of felt a little tired or something was right. Going so, you know, the, her, I, I totally am, am 100% confident in her ability to even take on what I feel is kind of my strategic, mm-hmm. um, you know, th- strategic path thinking analytic view. I mean, she can pull that, she can pull that card. And so I, I think that, you know, while we do compliment each other, I think at the same time, like to your point, if we're not feeling well, we're not driving, maybe didn't eat, didn't sleep or anything, I'm never really worried about, it. we're not missing half, half the team, you know, right, I mean? it's, right. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's there now, you know, there's certain things that I can do that she just won't touch, but, but, I, at, the, yeah. but at the same time, it's, it's, you know, I don't know. It's never really a problem, but I, we do kind of separate and come to the table a little bit differently. And, mm-hmm. and we definitely have our, our ex- executional roles within our own sure. business and for our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, I love yeah. that. She's smart. She's yeah. really smart. You're, you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> I think y'all are po- both pretty smart. 
you know, I do. I just love your energy. I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that what y'all are bringing to the table is, is really fun and, and interesting from your different backgrounds and just the way that you're, you're building it thoughtfully for yourselves and your family and, and then modeling that for your clients, you know, because 100%. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, nobody's perfect at it. I get that, but you know, like, I'm sure there's even opportunities where you can say, look, we've, we've been down that road and this is where it got us. And so let me show you what not to do We just because I've been there this morning. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt yep. and it's not a fun t-shirt to wear. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. And, you know, just this whole idea of working together and living together, you know, mm -hmm. and then outside of work, raising a family together, all of that is that alone is a challenge. But then when you throw in a, a business in the mix, it's, I think it's why we don't see, I mean, there are definitely lots of great examples out there, but it's still something in the marketplace that you don't see a ton of, you You're know, right. I don't, haven't had any of my personal coaches that, you know, I'm working with their spouse. I mean, it's just the solo operator mm -hmm. yeah. and, um, you know, and even in like, in the case of my, me and my husband, where we run separate businesses, but we are in the house together as, you know, entrepreneurs. And technically my business is an umbrella business to his, if you want to get really technical from, you know, a tax purpose standpoint, but you know, we, we operate on completely different. And, um, but I do love being able to bounce ideas off of yes. him just this morning in the car. I had a, a, something that I knew was going to be speaking with a client later. And I asked his opinion, how do you handle this with your clients when this comes up? You know, what would you advise her? And I, you know, I think that's something that probably a lot of my clients don't even know that I do, you know, like behind the yeah. scenes, I'm not just bringing you my advice. I'm actually going and getting it from someone else too, yes. because I want to make sure that my, I, I, yeah, I have to check my myself sometimes. I definitely don't have all the answers or the mm -hmm. best idea, yep. you know, and I think it's really great having that in my back pocket, you know, that I can have that extra resource that absolutely. And you know, the other thing to add on to that is that we're both first generation entrepreneurs. Ah, so like uh -huh. if we don't have anyone in our family, right. That has any idea how this, so you works. didn't have it modeled for you growing up at all. No. No. So we provide a lot of support for each other yeah. in this process, because it is hard to build a business. It is not it is. easy. It, it is, it takes a lot of time, effort, energy, you know, like tear, like all of it. And, but we, we understand and respect like the process from, from each other's point of view, because we don't have anyone else to turn to from like a, in our personal life kind of. Yeah. Situation. I mean, obviously now we know we have friends and stuff in like the that industry, industry. Yeah. But it, sure. it's, um, but you know, we've worked with plenty of clients that, you know, part one of the barriers was a spouse that maybe wasn't mm -hmm. fully, yes. fully on board. Tune. And fully on board and it's kind of like, hey, listen, I don't really get what you're doing. Are you really going to be, you know, just really not there. And that's a major, major blow to momentum and to everything. Oh, and that, I mean, so that can, hard. that can actually kill a business that's meant for greatness, you know, before yeah, they even get started. Totally. So we don't have that, which is yeah, awesome, but we also don't have the entrepreneurial island. I mean, we, we exist in our own little island, but at least we have two people on this deserted <laughs> yeah. island. And, and <laughs> You know, and you know, so, I mean, it's, it's, we're not alone in it. And just like you, I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of like you have, you have the ability to bounce ideas and, mm -hmm. and really like I said, like when our clients work with us, you know, they're not getting one coach, they're getting two coaches. Yeah, no, so it's, it's a two like, bang for your buck kind yeah, of deal yeah, over there. Yeah. I love it. And we have a lot, we have a lot of fun. Like yeah. we know our clients very well and we're like family and, you know, we're very into their business and we go deep with our clients. And so that's why certain types of programs will never 
have because it doesn't allow us that connection. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. Like we, you know, even if they have nothing to talk about, they're coming that week, just sit in and listen and like laugh and have a good time and glean something from it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, just that that's just it. Sometimes just showing up was all you needed to do. Right. Um, and and getting what you need from, from that session. Absolutely. Um, okay. So I want to know before we wrap up here for you guys personally, and for your business, really, uh, you know, what is the thing that you're working on? Like what, what are you getting your coaching from with your business coach? Like what is the next level that you're dreaming up and what can we hold space for you as you, what is the 4.0? I think you said you're at 3.0 right now. What's 4.0 uh, yeah. of your business? Um, so right now um, with Destin to Scale, we kind of we, we, we kind of closed it and then overhauled it and started, kind of took all the best things, the things that we, weren't, we did not enjoy. We found out we did not enjoy, didn't like about it, weren't working, mm-hmm. tossed them out. Um, and then really kind of identified who's really ready for what we really want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now behind closed doors, we're working with a group of people. We have never released any of it to the public. Mm-mm. You can't get into it. It's kind of was invite only just because mm-hmm. we want to make sure we have the right target for that. Yeah. Um, and so it's going really well, but we've been working, uh, we're almost on three months now with all these, with this crew. Um, yep. And it's been great. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. And I think we kind of, feel really, really good about we, what we are what we, building. And, yeah. What and, we realized was that there were certain structures that were missing in the 2.0 version, mm-hmm. the things that really allow our clients to make progress, yeah. like ideas and strategies are great, but if they're not being implemented, what is the point? Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, you know, self-help on a shelf. That's where it sits. That's yeah. right. Right. Yeah. And so we have a productivity coach that now comes in every Monday and we have Monday mapping where it's like, what are we working on? We do monthly planning, quarterly planning. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are we shooting for? So we're very intentional and everyone's Mm -hmm. plans are custom to what they're working on. And that was the piece that was missing. And we've heard from them in the last two weeks, like I have been more productive and more in like more focused on my goals now than I ever have been with less anxiety, with less anxiety, because they have confidence in where they're going. And so really it's the 3.0 version of Dustin's scale that we are focused on. And, but I will say the goal in time is to really start to expand this because we're in the online space, right? There's so much amazingness that can happen when you get people together. Yeah. So the, the 4.0, like when we add on to it and we really have this wonderful group of entrepreneurs that are supporting one another and just really cool, right? We want to bring them together and we want mm-hmm. to have a couple business retreats a year and come together in a cool place and just pour into each other. And have everyone walk out of the, you know, get on the plane on that Sunday and just feel like their business has no limits. Yeah. Like that's really the thing. Like it'll Love be the, it. in, the in-person piece will be next. Well, because like I said, our, our programs are never mass volume programs. Like no. at tops, it's only 30, 30 people at tops. Cause we have yeah. to, you know, we want to be able to, you want to be able to work with them directly. Absolutely. Exactly. And, and, and really, and they're, and they're longer duration than, I mean, we don't really buy into the, you know, build a business in four weeks. Six yeah. Weeks kind of thing. No. So it's longer duration, but it helps, it, but it's just, and we want to work with the people who want to get that and are looking mm-hmm. for that. Because um, they're also, we have to be really careful about making sure that the space for who we do work with, we protect it. Right. And so if you have bad energy, you're not in, right. you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we have, we have to create this space where they really enjoy 
seeing each other on a weekly basis. It's more yeah. than just us. It's not just us. No, like, it's a whole group. Yeah. It's a whole like community culture that we're creating. Yeah. So, so it's kind of funny is that it's, we're going, we want to go backwards. We want to you know, build this online, <laughs> online community and then strip the online out of it and, no, and make it in person. Not, not completely, but yeah, then get it in person. It's like, it's like, oh no, you're not going to just meet me on a computer. I'm going to make you meet me in person. Like you are going to hang out with me. Yeah. And, uh, and so, no, and I, so I think it's just, how do you get, how do you get closer? How do you actually yeah. get closer? And, you know, I mean, I think that's one thing that a lot of people getting into the online space you know, are missing for yes. their success component yeah. is getting in rooms with people. Oh, getting well, in the room. Part yeah, of the absolutely. reason we created this was because of experiences we had. Right. Yes, absolutely. Like, I didn't like that. That did not yeah. feel good. And so how do we do something that we know we needed at certain points in our business? How do we provide that for people? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just yeah. doing it the way that feels good to us and yeah. to the people we attract. So, yeah. So our, our 3.0, like I said, we're, we're finalizing and been working on a three month, very kind of behind the door. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and then it will be open in to October. the public. Yeah. Hopefully in October is what we're yep. thinking. Yep. And then, uh, but yeah, it's, it's hey, always you know. growing, always evolving. Yes. And I love the vision of the, of the in-person event. Um, I host an in-person event every year. I have for the last four years. I'm two weeks away from that event right now. That's exciting. And uh, yeah, super exciting. And it is, you know, you said getting into the room. That's been my message this year is like, you have to get in these rooms. And so I've, I've got a room for you to come, you know, be in yes. and my same thing, like, it's because I've been in other rooms, like I've been other in other people's rooms, like, and those experiences are, it actually, it's like I, part of my selection process now of who do I personally want to work with next. Yeah. It's like, am I ever going to get to meet you? Cause if not, I don't really want to sign up for it. You know, right. like it's yeah. like, I'm just such a connector con community person that you know, yeah, I want, I want to learn and all that, but I also want to connect and connection is so important, especially now, now more than ever, right? Like coming mm -hmm. out of the pandemic and everything that we've been through. And of course it's beautiful that we can build these online businesses. I'm so grateful for it. I, God, I can't even believe what I've been able to create. I mean, right. are you kidding me? It's, it's, it's the sky really is the limit yeah. in the online space. Um, and I also know that you know, like your little Mayberry lifestyle over there. Like we can't ever forget the things that make us human, mm -hmm. you know, and the digital space is not the only, we just can't survive only there. We have to be able yeah. to connect. We have to have that time where we can, you know, like the proverbial ride your bike into the sunset kind of thing, you know, for your kids, it's like, we need to be able to like touch each other and hug each other and talk yes. to each other and go to drink coffee together and you know, whisper in the corner together and those kinds of things. And so yeah. those in-person events are, I, are just so 100%. special. I always say we're like, we can't lose sight in, in the, in the drive to like bring clients on and create programs. We can never lose sight of the fact that we are in the people business. Yeah, absolutely. No matter what we are in the people business, we are a B2B. We are working with business owners that are trying and working to build a business that will impact not only all the lives of their clients, but their family. And it's all about being like, it's all about people and <laughs> we can't yeah. lose sight of that. And so that's why, you know, we just don't have that. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, and that's really the most important piece. And I think at times that's been missing in the space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
uh, you know, go oh yeah, we, go you don't have like, to go far to see people selling us quantity. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, but we're in the we just business, open yeah. your Facebook feed, you'll find it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's why I really, I really did. I mean, when 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 we had the opportunity to hook up and and do a little Zoom call and get to know each other, I was oh my gosh, I just fell in love with you guys immediately because I just feel like that's your energy, real, the real deal, super authentic. You know, you really want to help people. I loved your, your story and just all that you're doing. And, and just thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, this podcast is really is about that, the inside story, just like peeling back the curtain a little bit and showing what is it really about for, you know, building these businesses or, you know, sharing our stories in this way. And, and what's the impact can that we can have with other people. And, you know, your story alone just guided you to build destined to scale and create your purpose and, you know, have this unique relationship together as a couple and as business owners and partners. So it, it's really fun to kind of see how the breadcrumbs led you there. So yeah, thank yeah, you so much for sharing. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks thank for you. having us. Yeah. We have, we, I loved it. I loved every second. Of it. <laughs> it was so fun. So, so fun. We will definitely link up all of your info in the show notes. Um, sure. I have connected with you guys on LinkedIn. I know you play heavy over there. Are there some other channels you like to play in? Um, yeah, we're, I mean, Facebook, obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, LinkedIn is kind of it's our kind main of, yeah. focus. We do a live weekly show yeah. um, on LinkedIn. Every and, Wednesday uh, at 1 p.m. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Um, so yeah, we like to be over there. We just feel like that's that's where we like to have conversations. The conversations are fun. Yeah. I don't they feel are. pressure to be an influencer. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I yeah. Totally so Facebook, or, Facebook or LinkedIn are really where we kind of focus our energy. Yep. Yeah. I will link up those channels so that people can connect with you. I always encourage our listeners to, to DM our guest and me. I want to hear what about this episode you love. That's how of course yeah. I knew so much about when I had my husband on and they were like, Oh my gosh, we love that episode so much, you know? <laughs> so Ashley and Jake want to hear that too. Yeah. We want to hear, they want to hear from you, what you loved about their interview. Mm -hmm. Certainly if you want to explore their, their programs and their business coaching, please connect with them. And thank you all for being here. And I am, I am excited for the release of 3.0 and I'm super excited for the vision of 4.0 yes. and what that looks like through bringing your people together in person and getting them in that room. It's so important. And I, uh, I know for sure you will create it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, we will. All right, you guys have a phenomenal day and everyone of the Inside Story podcast listeners go give this episode a like, a review, a share, go connect with us on our channels. We will see you in the DMs and I'll see you back here next week for another episode. Until then, go share your story. I'll see you then. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com 
and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.